All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, nonstop Leafs talk starts now. It is a thirsty Thursday. What's going on, everybody? As we get set for the Maple Leafs and the New York Rangers on Broadway tonight, it's Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. How are you, Rosie? I'm good, buddy. I heard you went out on the town last night with our guest from yesterday, Isaiah. You guys tie one on, or how was that? Yeah, a couple, a couple. Pa- I mean, it was it was your casual Wednesday. You know, you take nice. a peek around, you know, around the curtain, but you don't go all the way in. You can't. I think you got to save it for the weekend, right? Very professional of you. I respect that. Just just tee it up for the weekend, right? Exactly, exactly. I had to see Isaiah before he heads back off to California. He'll be back. In Toronto coming up in January, we talk some hockey, we talk some craft, uh, just a bit of everything, you know, it was a, it's a lot of fun. So we had, we had a good night and uh, looking forward as well to the Leafs and Rangers tonight. You have a good story coming up, but first I should alert all to remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. Don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest on the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, thoughts, comments, concerns, or questions, drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube and we'll get to that later on in the show. So I mentioned Broadway. And off the air, I asked you, we'll bring the conversation on the air. Did you play at the garden? you have any good garden stories? Yeah, I like playing at MSG. It's like one of my favorite uh, barns, just with the old schoolness and plunked right in the middle of Manhattan. Um, it's been there forever. You know, we had like Leafs TV kind of asking us that day, I think, um, you know, what it means to play in this in this venue. And like Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier like fought right there, like, 
one of the biggest boxing matches in the history of of the sport and uh you know we had our father's trip there one time where all the dads came on the uh on the road with us and we were playing at msg and I, it's just a fun weekend man when the dads come with you everyone's just jacked to like you know bring your dad along in the show and and get on the airplanes and go to the hotels and go for dinner and the owners kind of wine and dine them a little bit so it's really cool that way and uh we played the rangers and i got in a fight with uh Brandon prostrate at center ice and uh, it went well and we I think we scored two goals while I was in the on the in the box afterwards and uh, we ended up winning that game and everyone was pretty jacked up for the for the night to come with the dad so yeah good memories at MSG that's for sure must be th so thrilling for the old man um, and any father or mother who gets to go on one of those trips to see your kid play in the show. I could only wonder. Now, were you one of those fighters? Like I had a buddy in high school. Granted, it was a rep level, but he would tell everybody and their mother throughout the day, hey, come to my game. I'm dropping the mitts. Like, did you tell your pops I'm at the garden? Like there's a very, very high, high likelihood that I'm fighting tonight. Would you tell him that? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I would never. I never really claimed i was going to do anything or any of that i just uh i was always just like yeah just let it come whatever happens what happens so no i never said that but i do remember uh, I, I wasn't supposed to play that game and me and my dad went out and uh we're doing some <laughs> beer tasting down at the uh <laughs> docks there and we um we went on a little bit late and then there was a pre-game meal we we're eating and we were thinking of uh another guy where we we're gonna go and do some sightseeing and stuff around new york and then wilson came up and said hey rosie you're going tonight and i was like I think because uh, Grabowski's wife went into labor is what oh. happened. So I got thrown wow. in and I was like, hey, dad, I better go catch a nap before this one. So I wasn't making any predictions on what was happening that night with the way I was feeling, but got a nap in and uh, away we went and we got a win. So I remember that well. By the sounds of it, it's, you step the fuck up and that's all that matters. Even with Grabo not on the ice, you, uh, you seize the moment you got in a scrap. The Leafs scored two goals while you were in the box. You love to hear it. Let's get over the boards. I love these uh, something have to give games or has to give games. So you have the Maple Leafs mm -hmm. who have won four in a row, a 15-game point streak, 12-0-3. Mitch Marner, a 23-game point streak. And you have the New York Rangers after a very, very turbulent start the first couple months. They're really, really starting to turn things on. They've won four in a row here, Rosie. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it just, it doesn't get any easier in that league. You know, you, yeah. You call it what you want, a trap game. You call it something's got to give. You know, you, a trap yeah. game was last game against the Ducks, and they've lost to them. And there's always some kind of a – it's just if you're playing a game in the NHL, there's a good chance you're going to lose if you don't show up ready to go. Like, it just doesn't – there's no nights off, really. And, I mean, I know they're coming off a 7 nothing win to the Ducks game, and the only reason they got that is because they were prepared and they took it seriously. And the first time they played them, it didn't seem like they did as much and they lost to the damn team. So I like how they're finding their bearings. But, you know, eventually you would think this uh, this point streak is going to end. They're going to lose a game at some point. When it's going to happen, I don't know. But I would take this team seriously. I mean, they were very strong last year. They're starting to find their, their groove this year. They got a really good goaltender between the pipes. And, uh, and they're in their home barn. So, again, the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to have to give everything they've got and continue to play the way that they are to get some points out of this game. It's uh, They're no slouch. I agree. And, and indisputably, I think a big storyline is going to be, and it has been during this point streak, is scoring first. If you can believe it, Toronto scored the first goal in 12 of 15 games. If you recall, in the month of October, every game they were down one or two nothing, right? And it's funny how that 
that script has flipped tenfold and now it's Toronto who always scores first. I know it's cliche to say, but I think a hot start puts them in the right time frame and, and you know, a frame of thought to win the game. Uh, it, it's one of those smaller things. And I know a lot of teams uh, lose leads these days, but certainly one of the things I look for in this game. And the other thing I ask you is, is Toronto's offense back? Uh, they have 21 goals in the past four games and they've scored four goals or more in four straight games here, Rosie. Yeah, I mean, I I sure think so. They, um, I, I like the fact that they're spreading the scoring out a lot. It's not just like Marner and Matthews, you know, like everyone, when you look at the numbers, you're like, wow, everyone's having fantastic numbers right now. And then they're spreading it around and they're scoring lots of goals and they're capable of blowing teams out. And they have had a bit of an explosion of offense right now. And rightfully so, that's their, that is their, their primary you know talent on that roster is their offensive power and you know it's just awesome that it's happening at a time where they're starting to round out their defensive uh potential and get some goaltending and like that's really what they've been lacking to really be called a a a solid team and you know it's what everyone's trying to do is put everything together right and right now the Leafs have, have been doing it so just continuing on with uh with that pattern is what they're looking for I'm sure it's funny. It's tough to pick apart a team again that's uh, notched at least a point of fifty straight games. Like you start to wonder, what could I neg- negatively pluck from this team? And I'm sorry, Rosie. Like I just can't think of anything right now. Like feeling really, really positive about this team. Like even Connor Timmins is picking up points, and like Holmberg and like Engvall, I thought was fantastic the other night. So all I can pretty much say is keep things rolling. And I think it's a really good measuring stick game for you know an opponent that you think will be there in the thick of things in the Eastern Conference playoffs, right? Yeah, totally. It's uh, it's a team that uh, they might have to go through uh, come April and May. And, uh, you know, we haven't really uh, seen them here this year. So it's a good test for them. Yeah. Um, you know, every game that they play when they're playing well is, again, a test of can we continue this? Can we continue this? Are we going to drop it? And are we going to come out to a good starter? Are we going to come out flat and feel out the other team and go down one or two goals? Like it's all it's all those things that I'm sure Keith is preaching right now that uh, – you know, to get that consistency and to make this this solid play that they've had as of late, you know, their identity and not just something they're doing for a few weeks. It's something you got to ingrain into that group that you can you can, you know, harness that at any point in time when you need to. And when you need to do that is obviously in the playoffs and they gotta come out and their their offense needs to fire. They can't be scrambling around with ten minutes left in a one goal game and they just can't score. You just can't run into that again. You can't get down one or two goals at the beginning of a game. You gotta be ready to play at the start. And they're doing all those things right now so I think it's just about ingraining it um, into their identity and then making sure it's what they do every single night and you know there's no days off in the show you you got another test here in Broadway tonight so um, you know interesting to see how they how they come out and if they can keep doing this and every time we keep saying there's going to be a trap game or you know this is going to be a tough test or you know they're due for a stinker they have proved us wrong so I have no reason to believe they're not going to do it again tonight but uh, they better be on their game the way they have been because if they decide hey this has been pretty tiring playing this way for the last few weeks we're going to just see and feel one out they'll, they'll lose this streak. I'm really looking forward to the uh, goaltending matchup in this game. Matt Murray has been confirmed 7-1-2-2.50-926 and we think at this point in time you would think it's going to be Igor Shosturkin, who, again, after a slow start, really has found his game, won the Vesna Trophy last season. Does the mentality change of a player? It has to, in my opinion. Does it change for a player when you know you're going against one of the best goaltenders on the planet? I don't know. It shouldn't. You know, I, I mean, if you're playing a guy that's struggling or playing kind of a bottom-tier goalie, 
Um, you're going to be getting a ton of pucks on net. You want to, you know, capitalize on your chances. You want to get them moving. You want to catch them out of position. And if you're playing, you know, a top tier Vesna winning trophy, uh, trophy winning goalie, then you're going to want to get lots of pucks on net. You're going to want to get them moving. You're going to want to test them early, uh, you know, all the same things. Um, I'm sure they're aware that they're going to have to beat this goalie in order to win the game. So um, I think they'll just be kind of doubling down on their on their game plan, especially, you know, the Austin Matthews and whatnot and uh, getting some yeah. shots on net and testing this guy because, you know, when they got good save percentages and they're capable of turning pucks away, you're going to have to get more of them on him to make sure that you try to try to get goals past them and the puck past them. So, you know, solid goalie. And yeah, he was a little bit lackluster to start the season. I kind of expected more, but it seems like he's found his form a little bit lately and I'm sure he'll be ready to go against this uh, this team tonight. Take us behind the scenes. Like, what would the pregame package look like for, like, for example, for a game like tonight against the New York Rangers? What would they present you with? Like, what type of information? Well, the things that they've been doing well, like a big start is huge. You know, make sure we're ready to play. Make sure we are prepared. We do all of our due diligence during the daytime. We get the right food. We're hydrating. We get on the training table. Take care of any nagging injuries. Make sure you do a proper warm-up. Make sure we go over our game package. You know, what are their tendencies? What do we do to beat that? Kind of refresh on some of the X's and O's. And then just go out there with piss and vinegar. Make sure you get a good start is the biggest thing. Um, I know coaches just hate it when you start off flat. When you get down a goal. Um, it seems like it just whoever scores that first goal. I mean, I think it's an 80 plus percent chance of winning after that. So it's a, the big the first goal is big. Um, and then, you know, it just puts you in the driver's seat for the rest of the game. And it kind of makes you in control for at least that period. Right. And so, you know, I think the start's going to be a huge thing. And then just executing the X's and O's and taking care of your ice, taking care of your D zone, just all those little things that coaches preach that the Leafs have been doing really well. They'd just be refreshing on that saying, hey. Let's keep our mind in it and make sure that we are in control of this game by doing all these little things. That's kind of the pregame package, I imagine, in that room tonight. Believe it or not, I actually think it's a big game for Matt Murray, more so because of how he looked against Calgary, right? If he has another one of those type of games where a couple shots that shouldn't go in are going in, then the questions start to arise. And we already know Ilya Samsonov starting on Saturday in a revenge game in his return to Washington. But do you agree with that sort of, you know, and again, your goalie's not going to have it every night. I think it's been a great development the last little while that every game they seem to find different ways to win and defensively they've been really, really locked in lately. But do you agree with the fact that Matt Murray, um, game in, game out, just because of his track record with injuries and performance the last couple of years has to sort of prove himself every game here? Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't think so. I think that's the problem with goaltending in Toronto is, you know, you can have as good of a season as Matt Murray's had and then what, two goals that maybe kind of squeak squeak through and then all of a sudden it's this oh, big game. Shit. He's got to yeah. prove himself. Uh, fuck, we're going to be all over him if he doesn't have a great one tonight. Like, it's impossible. Like, yeah. what else What else can you ask Matt Murray to do? Look at his numbers against the Vesna winning um, goaltender beside him that he's facing tonight. They're, their heads mm -hmm. and shoulders better. He's been playing wicked. And if he doesn't have his greatest stuff, he's allowed to have, you know, a game where he doesn't steal the game for them. And it's yeah. just that kind of pressure that makes it really difficult to play in this market. But I think that he shouldn't be feeling that pressure because he's got, you know, Sammy behind him. They're going to switch hit the crease. They've already said that. And that's what they've been doing. They're both playing well. And, you know, obviously, he wants to have a solid game. He didn't play his best hockey against Calgary. And, you know, I have no reason to think that he won't come out there and play the way he has been 
the whole season. But if if it's uh you know if he doesn't have his game and his angles are a little off and he lets in a weak one, I'm not going to be sounding the alarms. I'm not going to be saying he's you know fallen off his game or any of that stuff. I don't think it's fair to do so. He's been playing too yeah. good to uh to put him on that short of a leash already. As you know, I mean, you've played in this market. It's just a much different animal. And I think the one thing people like to rip on is the goaltending. But I, I think you're bang on. I just wanted to pose the question and wonder, sort of get in your head, how you felt about Matt Murray and how you felt about the fact that is this sustainable or not? But certainly, I think a lot of what this team has been doing lately, it's just not sustainable, right? Over a long period of time, things are going to even out. But they're playing unbelievable right now. We get set for this matchup at the Garden between the Rangers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Last up is a look at the Atlantic Division standings. I don't believe we did it last week, but it's quite definitive in my world. There seems to be three teams that are putting themselves apart from the others. That's Boston. You look atop the standings, they never lose. The Leafs never lose. And Tampa seems to really have found their game since Anthony Sorelli came back six games ago. Of course, that game where uh, Toronto lost in overtime on that Alex Kalorn winner. Uh, how do you feel about Detroit? How do you feel about Florida? Those are probably the two biggest threats in the division. I think Ottawa's cooked. I think Montreal's done. I think Buffalo's done here. Yeah, you know, once you start looking at Christmas, you start to see uh, some separation between the top and the bottom. And, you know, the cream kind of rises to the top. And I think when you look, uh, you know, that Boston team is just, I mean, with the Leafs playing the way they are, you'd think they'd be first in their division and and be able to get that wild card uh, spot to play against in the first round. But, you know, they're looking like they're continually stuck in that second place just because, like you said, Boston won't lose. And the thing that always bugs me is those two games in hand, they've just been sitting there lingering for months mm -hmm. it seems like and we just we want to see where we stack up i mean you know you know we're three points back but they got two games in hand if they win those blah blah, blah. you just don't know what's going to happen so i i really prefer looking at the standings when the games played are evened up and i don't know when that's going to happen boston's schedule must get yeah. uh, a little bit hectic here coming up before christmas you would hope um but you know it's again the only thing that bugs me about this toronto team and i know they did it last year and had a great a great season but you know they're very good chance they're going to face Tampa Bay again in the first round. And, you know, Tampa Bay is a really solid team. And it, it, I, I understand your thought process where the the regular season doesn't mean anything because it just comes down to that week of playing that first round. And if it's against Tampa Bay and they find their, their mojo and they get coached up and they're firing all cylinders and they got all their... They got all their experience from winning cups there. All of a sudden, it's like, my God, but all you can do is put yourself in a better position to win that series. Yeah. And that's all the Leafs have been doing all season long. So I try not to standings watch too much. But I mean, I guess you could say it's a bit frustrating that they have been racking off these wins like that. And they're still, you know, a distant second to Boston. But uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's early and you're going to run into really good teams like Boston. And there's a lot of guys, you know, vying for that top spot in the league. And all you can do is put yourself in the best position. That's what the Leafs have been doing. It's just, uh, I don't know if they're going to catch them or not. Something's going to, something's going to give for both teams here. And whether it happens at the same time or, or not, they could flip flop a little bit, but Boston sure just won't lose. The way I see it for Toronto, just get in. Like I could care less who they play, uh, whether it's Tampa, Tampa, Florida, Boston, like I think they've shown over the last couple of years, they could lose to anybody. Columbus, Montreal, <laughs> I understand the pandemic was a thing and I'm not trying to make a joke of it. Like, I really don't think it matters who you play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. At some point in time, you're going to have to go through them, whether it's Tampa, whether it's Boston. So I rather they prepare themselves. I think if they're not going to win first, at the very least, you have to lock down home ice. I think more times than not, hasn't worked out in their favor, of course, but you want game seven on home ice, correct? 
Yeah, definitely. You want to lock that down. That's huge. You want to start your first two games at home and give yourself, you know, that advantage as far as getting up in the series and being in the driver's seat. Um, it's just weird. I, I just feel like if the Toronto Maple Leafs can get through the first round, they will mm. go to the Stanley Cup finals. And I believe yeah, they would is, have is that a bold year. prediction considering they haven't done it in like 18 years or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. It is. But I, I, yeah. I'm not predicting the. I'm not predicting the past of players that don't even exist on the roster anymore. I'm predicting this team. And last year, if they yeah. got through Game Seven, if they beat that team, I think they would have walked through Florida and walked through um, the New York Rangers. And I think they would have been right there. I think they would have lost in the Stanley Cup Finals. But it's kind of one of those things where I think their hardest series is by far going to be the mm -hmm. first round. And it's just the way that this division stacks up and who you're going to face. Um, but that hurdle is obviously the first round. I think it's going to be in anybody's head when you haven't done it in how many years. And it's that big yeah. thing where everyone knows they're this fantastic team who hasn't got through the first round. So it's going to be that big pressure packed um, series. And I, I think you're right. It doesn't matter who they play. Say they play Boston. They, they've proven they can beat Boston. They get through that. Holy shit. They're going to be looking at each other going, there's nothing stopping us from going all the way because that's probably the hardest thing we're going to face all playoffs. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
To be the best, you have to beat the best. I believe Ric Flair said that back in the day, and I truly do feel about uh, about this Leafs team. Like I, I, I really, really do not care who they play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I think it'd be fun to play Tampa again, but again, the track record speaks for itself. Like it's, it hasn't just been one concrete team. People love to bring up the Boston Bruins, but having worked and covered this Leafs team as a radio host for a couple of years. I saw them lose to Columbus. I saw them lose to the Montreal Canadiens. So it's not just like a one-team thing. It's like an evolving thing where it doesn't matter who they play. They seem to come up short. But again, we do wait every springtime for them to answer the bell. And and one year it's going to happen. I mean, history just tells us numbers are going to change, and that's data. It's going to change at some point in time. And you hope it's this season, right? And that's why, to a degree, I understand why they keep coming back every year with the same conversation that we're going to take another crack at it, right? So tell me this, if you've seen those series against Columbus and against Montreal where they've kind of laid an egg and been the better team yeah. on paper and lost her, with the, with the way those teams were set up and the holes that they may or may not have had, do you feel that this team is different than those teams that laid those eggs? Dude, I wish I had that answer for you, but I've just seen this rodeo time and time before where they're barn burners in the regular season and it gets to the playoffs and they can't score goals anymore. Like I, I will say, and as you know, like playing in the league, it's a different game. Having said that, I think that the the one tangible difference I've seen with this team out of maybe comparing it to others is defensively, I think they're really, really locked in. And that's from like Nylander down to like Mac Hollowell. It seems like every player knows their role. I think you look at teams who win the cup, you know, in recent memory, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, obviously the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Colorado Avalanche. It seems like those teams always have sort of the DNA where it's sort of defense first, but they know they can score. And so it's got to yeah. be a mind frame. It's got to be sort of instilling confidence in yourself. Like if we had the magic elixir, we wouldn't be here, right? And I do, again, agree with the fact that you have to take that kick of the can, the next one and the next one and the next one. And eventually you'll break through. Like Tampa is the perfect example of that, right? Yeah, there's those teams that have had, um, you know, contending worthy teams that that yeah. fall off the planet and they get their stars in line and everyone's contracts are in place. And this is our year we're making a go at it. And, you know, the Dallas yeah. Stars have done it. Um, the Colorado Avalanche have done it in the past. The Tampa Bay Lightning have done it in the past. It takes time to get good. And when guys like us sit here and scrutinize this Maple Leafs team, you know, yeah. just with a fine tooth comb, it's easy to start getting negative because you just want them to go and dominate every single day and win the Stanley Cup and have nothing to worry about. And when they don't do that, you just, it's easy to just start picking them apart where other teams kind of fly under the radar. And yeah, they didn't have it this year, but uh, they're getting some ducks in a row for next year. And that's all you really say about them because no one's following them. They're not a big market team. And, you know, this team has the most scrutiny out of anybody. And and may, I think that is a reason why it's been so hard to, to win. And they've put themselves in this position where it's easy to, you know, you, there's nothing that they can do this year. I think that's been proven on Twitter where they're going on this run and people still tear them apart and saying they're the shit team and they're a joke and they're a flash in the pan yeah. and they're going to blow it again. It's like, why would you say that when they're doing what they're doing? All like you've asked them to be good. They're good right now. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's just, it's never, they're never going to be out of that until they do it, until they win, until they get to the second round, until they make a run, until they win a cup. I mean, take your pick. I mean, they, they could win the cup this year and they're still going to be players saying, oh, well, it will be shit for 50 years and then win one. You think you're good. There's going to be people saying that. So there's, you just can't really listen to that. All you can do is put the best foot forward and try to win these games. And man, they, they've been doing it really good. I, I As far as us covering them, there's, there's not yeah. much more 
that we could ask out of them in the last month and a half. They're, they're doing everything that we could have asked. And of course, the two prime examples, the Washington Capitals, the year nobody expected them to win, they win. And Steven Samkos, for right. like the first 10 years, 12 years of his career, he was a noted loser, all of a sudden wins the cup and wins again. And I think he's going to go down as one of the more winninger players. And if that makes sense, one of the winningest yeah. players in his uh, generation, right? Yeah, funny how that happens. And, uh, yeah. you know, St. Louis yeah. Blues, Ovechkin. like anything can happen. Look at the Blues, man. They were dead last this at this point in time. Imagine mm -hmm. your team's dead last yeah. right now. And you're like, no, we're going to figure it out and win the cup. It'd be like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Like, what planet are you living on? That doesn't happen. Anything does happen. I mean, the Leafs have as good of a chance this year as absolutely anybody to go yep. deep and just following them the way that we have followed them. And I, I thought the holes in their games where you're you just don't have the goaltending to you just can't rely on it you just don't know what you're gonna get like campbell and and some and freddie even we're just you can't you just don't you're just not reliable enough we don't know if we're gonna get that unbelievable stand on your head we got our goalie or what the fuck was that you didn't really give us a chance to win tonight you don't know if you're gonna get that then you only have seven games to prove it and to get it done then you're you know scoring fucking dries up because you're gripping your stick too much and you're like oh my god we're this offensive team we can't score in the playoffs and you just keep shitting the bed a couple times this year just seems like they're in control of that stuff for the first time in a while so i mean again time will tell they're gonna have to keep proving it every night all about putting it together at the right time. The wrap-up is brought to you by our friends at PointsBet Canada. So I gave you the keys to the car last night. It was a tough... Like, Calgary fucking <laughs> sucks, man. I'm sorry. They suck. Yeah, what is going on with them? I was watching at my brother's house, and they're down two Cobb, and I'm yeah. like, nice bet, Rosie, you fucking idiot. And then they score three straight, and I'm like empty netter here like we've got this bet done and I, I went home and didn't even watch and then checked it this morning and said yeah exactly but something's wrong in calgary that's for sure i mean everyone around here that follows the flames have been like man this team got even better over the off season and mm -hmm. you know it's pretty impressive what they did to their roster considering they lose their two studs but man they sure haven't put it together tonight so i think that'll be the last time i bet on them for a little while fair enough fair enough well uh fresh slate today we're going to look, obviously, at this Leafs and Rangers game. And I'm looking at a shot prop specifically. Austin Matthews, over three and a half shots on goal last I looked, around minus 165. So, yes, the price is juiced, but we're looking to get paid. We're looking to make some money. So, I'm going to bring you along your way. 20 shots on goal in the past three. He's cleared three and a half and four or five, six of eight. And then on top of that, the bright lights of Broadway. I think he's going to be horned up tonight, Rosie. I think so. And also it was a bit of a track meet last game where everyone and their dog is counting up their points and everyone lit up the yeah. score sheet and Austin was kind of there, you know, the, the guy who you'd think would lead the charge is sitting there with a measly apple. And, uh, I think he's uh, going to be like, okay, you guys think, uh, you know, he want to see what happens to a score sheet. I imagine he's going to be bringing everything. And if, uh, if he catches a little lightning in the bottle, I think uh, three shots on net's going to be a joke and he could have three goals for all we know. So I, I like the way I think he's going to have a fire under his ass. I like the bet. And there's something, there's just something about playing like an upper echelon goalie too for a prolific sniper like Austin Matthews. You know, he has to give a bit more with his shots and with, you know, the, his pace of play and his game. So, you know, he's going to be looking to cook tonight. Against Igor Shosturkin. Uh, Rosie, that's going to do it for today's show. Looking forward to tomorrow for a full review of this one. Again, two red hot teams colliding on Broadway. Yeah, it should be good. Again, uh, 
tough to say, man. Shesterkin could come out and just shut the door and uh, and fizzle this whole streak. And, you know, like you said, Matthews could go out there and, you know, find his, his way and kind of do a me against the goalie type thing and light the tits like off it. this kid. So who knows what's going to happen. But it should be a good game. They have... Uh, they, I haven't really had a, a game where I think it's a real test on the road against a good team, good goalie. Yeah. Like it's a it's a good test tonight. Looking forward to it again. Mitch Marner, a 23-game point streak. The Leafs, a 15-game point streak on the line against a red-hot team in the New York Rangers who have won four in a row. For Jay Rosehill, I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for listening and watching. We'll talk on Friday. Take care. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 